Hello. Welcome to Throwing Light. My name is Brandy Walker. This is episode 104, A Peek Inside My Process. So I thought it would be cool to do an episode on, I guess, a little bit more of a personal update, what is going on in my life and how I'm working through challenges and manifesting what I'm manifesting in my life right now. Um, And... Before we dive in, I wanted to share, um, very excited, I am doing a live, a live stream event on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube on the solstice. So June 21st, Tuesday, Eastern time, and it's going to be readings and it's going to be coaching and it's going to be live and you are going to have the opportunity just to like be on it. And, um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and if you are interested, definitely sign up to my letter bomb, which will be linked in the show notes or on any of my profile uh, link tree links. Um, I'll send out more information later this week on how to do that. Um, Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, Yeah, this is sort of like my launch event. So, you know, yeah, we're trying to trying to make it a thing. Um, And I think it's going to be awesome. So my process, what is up with me? So I think, you know, as a therapist and as a, um, as an intuitive psychic channeler, spiritual mentor, coach type person, um, you know, I feel like I hold myself I try to be really transparent about where I'm at, what I'm going through, and if I'm living what I'm preaching, I guess you could say. Um, you know, I I preach, you know, <laughs> I don't know if preach is the right word, but I share online that we can live this like abundant life that we can create heaven on earth that we can manifest our dreams, that we can quantum leap to our highest timeline in the midst of all of the difficulties and challenges and chaotic uh, stuff, you know, going on in the world. And um, I really 100% believe it and I live it. And that's challenging sometimes. Um, my life, I wouldn't say is perfect, but I don't think that's the goal. Um, 
since I was, you know, in my late 20s, I've been obsessed with this idea of living a full life. And um, I don't think that that means that challenges are necessary. Um, But I think that, you know, when they happen, they're opportunities um, to learn something about ourselves um, and to grow to whatever the next stage is. And so what that looks like for me, um, I, so we have, our family has been living in the, in um, D.C. for almost three years now. And, uh, and it's, I feel like I'm going to get emotional talking about it. Um, I know that I was supposed to to move here. I know that it was a part of our contract or or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't think that it was because I'm supposed to save anyone else. I think that there are things that I needed to learn about um, the humans who live in this area who are in a lot of ways steeped in lack due to systemic poverty and oppressive government systems that keep us, keep this community um, from thriving. Um, and, and I think that Oh, man, I didn't know I was going to get emotional. Um, I think that I I needed to come here, and I didn't I didn't know why, and I still don't fully know why. Uh, my housemate, we've we lived together now for seven years. Um, she really has a heart for this area, and she really wanted to come. And we had originally planned. So originally, we I thought that we all thought we were going to part ways. Like we had lived together at that point for four years and it had been great. And I was getting ready to have a baby. She is single with two large dogs. And it, so it felt like it, what, it, it didn't make sense. Um, like our lives were going in different directions and you know, I mean, she'd lived with, I have two other kids, so she'd lived with um, us for a while, but, you know, I just, it felt like a natural ending and she wanted to move to DC and we, we didn't, like, I've never been a city person. I, you know, I come from a very small town. I was raised in another very small town. When I moved to Charlotte in North Carolina, my senior year, I hated it, like with a passion. I thought it was such a big city. And I just was, I thought it was awful. (laughs) I didn't even live in the city. I lived in like the suburbs, but, um, yeah. So, um, there was orc mischief (laughs) that led us to this place. And, um, and so I graduated, that was the year, this was 2019. I graduated, um, with my master's in social work, I started working as an offsite therapist for 
kids um, in, you know, really difficult kids on Medicaid and in, in extremely um, difficult situations. Um, and we moved to a part of the city that, you know, they don't put in the brochures. And um, gosh, I didn't realize it was going to make me cry. Um, and I, re- it was really hard. The first couple of months, um, there are a lot of shootings here. We hear the gunshots. Um, my husband is a black man. And so like the nature of the violence in this area is like 99% gang related. So the fear was not like as a white woman, I, I have the gross privilege of not probably being a huge target. But the fear was like, what if they mistake my husband for someone else? And that was something that we talked about coming into here and something that we were scared of. And and then um, on the 4th of July, it, like they have – so fireworks like light up the sky all throughout the summer. 4th of July sounds like a war zone, which is not – helpful when there are actual gunshots (laughs) happening, you know, on different nights. Um, uh, and, um, and so this has been a time of, of growth of, of figuring out like why we're here and, and, and what, um, what it all means. What does it mean to live heaven on earth when people are struggling to eat enough food or in active addiction or um, any number of of things? And um, so when the pandemic hit, um, I would say things got harder for I mean, for everyone, of course, but we really, I I guess a year into it, we really started to see the effects that living here and being in a global pandemic had had on our 10-year-old and um, in the form of just complete emotional meltdowns pretty regularly. And, um, And he, we found like a we, he goes to this really incredible school um, and the, the staff is remarkable. Like I'm so glad he got to go there. Um, this like it, the school itself, you know, it's, it's all the kids from the community. Um, so um, it is really like he he has been learning about um, privilege and poverty and um, and what like all of it, you know, um, and and um, and pride and pride in in being um, uh, a a black boy um growing into a black man and um the um 
like I'm so, just not expecting to get so emotional, but um, it's been like the things that he's learned in the school he couldn't have learned anywhere else. And, um, and I'm so grateful. And I think that even though this has been really challenging and I, and, and hard and like not great in some ways, I think that, um, this is going to be kind of a transformative time in his life and is going to change his life for the, for the better, you know, as we grow up and has, he's able to see that like, you know, I think it'll shape him. I think that this time will shape all of us, um, in ways that we don't, we can't fully comprehend right now. And, um, so, (laughs) um, I have known for a while that I'm ready to go and, um, and that what is important as we move into this next phase of life is that my kids can step outside and play. Um, and, um, and there is a degree of guilt that I, that I have in saying that because I know that we have the privilege to move somewhere beautiful. And, uh, and that is not something that is afforded to, people that we have like, like the, this community, like so many people in this community. And, um, and, um, and I don't, I like, I don't have, um, like, you know, I believe, I believe in the restoration of all things. I believe that, um, you know, magic exists and that there's hope. There's always so much hope. And I do believe that at the end of, of, I, I believe in the restoration of all things. Um, and I do believe that people can, can create and co-create beauty in their lives. And I believe that this place can be beautiful and not everybody wants to live where we want to live. And, um, and I think that, you know, this is a beautiful place in a lot of ways. And so anyway, I'm kind of rambling, but, um, I know I, I feel that our time here, I, I mean, we're, we're actively, we're actively looking for a, for a new place. Our time uh, here is coming to an end and, Um, I have a lot of joy (laughs) about that. It will be difficult to leave. Our, our roommate is not coming with us. So we are gonna say goodbye. Um, that'll be hard. Um, it's a new phase that we're walking into. And with that comes, you know, beauty and challenges. And, um, so I have been working hard on manifesting um, our gorgeous new home in which our kids can play outside and um, 
and I have an office and, you know, I have a a really nice tub, which I have a nice tub too now. I have a regular tub now, which is fine. So I'm manifesting a nicer one. (laughs) Um, I wanted to tell you a little bit about my manifestation process because I felt like it might be helpful. So I follow in large part um, Lacey Phillips' work, uh, the expanded podcast, To Be Be Magnetic, and uh, the Pathway Program. And she talks about the three ways that we manifest. And the first is unblocking or reprogramming. The second is finding expanders, finding people who um, are doing the thing that you want to do, um, who are similar to you in, in, in life experience, so that your subconscious can see that this is possible. And then the last is um, taking inspired action, or she also talks about quote unquote passing tests. So as we get closer to our manifestations, things that are really close will, um, but not quite right, will, um, will show up for us. And, uh, and we, it's the universe sort of like asking us, do we have the self-worth to believe and trust that we can have everything we want? Um, or do, do we, you know, do we need to kind of, she calls it running through the fire of like, no, we have to like, we have to, you were not quite there yet as far as like, if we're manifesting like, um, a partner, a job, um, you know, it has everything except for the one important thing. So in looking for this house, we've been, we made the decision to officially move, move earlier this year or the beginning of this year and have kind of been looking ever since, like looking, but not actively looking until recently. We started working with a realtor who, um, my husband had met in a really like kismet meet cute kind of way and we thought it was a good we thought it was a good fit um but the last few times we had felt like continue like increasing pressure to not look at houses like we kind of wanted to look and see like what do we like what is you know interesting and um, our realtor had a very black and white approach of like, um, is that like, what is a deal breaker and what is, um, like if this is, if this is, you know, on that list, then we, we don't go look at the houses and then we're very like feeling it out and like, you know, um, Myers-Briggs we're both NFs, <laughs> intuitive feelers. So we're like, we just want to like get the vibe. And um, so the last place we went, and but we, we felt like increasing pressure from him to, to, and I think I, I think I might've said this um, in a past um, podcast, but um, he had very specific ideas of what was possible and 
you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so the last time we went to look at a house, um, it kind of had everything on our on our list, on our wants list, but there were a few things that just didn't really sit right. The actual house itself was older and just um, my husband just didn't like that. And they also had low ceilings in the um, basement, which my husband just didn't didn't jive with. I think it made him feel like, you know, he's being closed in. And then the upstairs, they had turned into like a master, the whole top floor as a master bedroom, but they hadn't put, like they put a half bath in there. So you had to walk down the stairs in order to go to the, the bathroom with a, with a shower tub. And I thought that was weird. And he was like, so is it a deal breaker that there's no tub in the master? And I was like, well, <laughs> it's not like a deal breaker, but it's like weird. <laughs> and um, and so my husband was trying to explain to him that it just like it wasn't – it just wasn't a good fit and we couldn't really – like if it wasn't a good fit, like it was, we weren't going to be happy in the house. And so it wasn't going to work. And, um, and I said, I can't remember what I said, but he, I was telling him like, just like it was the feeling. And he was like, I don't need to know any of that. I just need to know like, what are your deal breakers? And so we, we ended up having to have a conversation of like, look, I think, think this is not working as like a like a professional <laughs> relationship. I'm sure that it's frustrating. I'm not saying that we're the ideal clients. I'm sure that it's frustrating because we're trying to go on feeling and you're like you this is your job. Um but we did end up having basically parted ways in that conversation and it was um it felt really good. It felt really pot, like it was, it was hard to have that conversation, but it felt really important to explain that it like, cause he was, he was trying to defend the house and sort of like talk us into living there. And it just didn't make any sense because it may be just because I'm like, I'm 40 years old. Like you're not going to talk me into moving into a house that I don't want to. Um, so, um, yeah, so we parted ways with him and I think that was for the best. It was hard, but it felt important. Like it felt like magnetism, right? And, um, it felt like we passed test and I, and it was, the house was so close to what we wanted. It felt like, oh, I think our manifestation is getting close. And then we went to look at a house yesterday and it was in this gorgeous area. Um, there was like a big, like foresty swamp. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it was like a big park in the back and the front, there was a beautiful magnolia tree and the inside was just like really open and light. And the whole downstairs would have been like a perfect office for me um, and the upstairs, the master suite was freaking gorgeous with um, a, a bathroom that had like a, you know, the t like the big 
tubs with the with the um with the jets or whatever. I've never had that. So that would that's like a it's definitely a want. It's not a a need. Um the the neighborhood was just so peaceful and beautiful and um and we met the realtor that was wasn't even her. She was not um it wasn't her house, but she was like doing a favor for a friend who was an agent. But I had I got such good vibes from her. Um we both without like saying it felt like okay this is our new realtor <laughs> and she ha- um so the house um it turned out doesn't accept dogs and uh so but she was emailing and trying to make a case for us it was so sweet and we just got such good vibes i wanted i fell in love with the house so much and um she sent us an email um, a few hours later saying that the owner has allergies. And so the no dog policy is like a, a, a firm no. And I was so heartbroken. Um, I didn't quite realize it. I was like, okay, because I had, I'm like manifesting. I'm like this or something better, but I really wanted it. And so at first I was like, okay, well, thanks for letting us know. Like, I think we were supposed to come here. Jermaine and I were talking like this. The reason we were supposed to come to this place was first to see what we love. And then second, um, to meet this new realtor. And I do think that that's true. And I do think that we're close, but it hurts my heart a little bit <laughs> that this is not the place, but this or something better. So what I'm working on right now is like fully letting go and like completely releasing that house, which has been difficult um, because even after I, I she sent us that, I was still like, I feel like we're going to get it. I feel like it's going to happen. And I asked my husband this morning, like, do you think we should just ask them if we could like pay an extra pet fee? And he was like, you know, if it were anything else, I would say, yeah, but because it's allergies, it just doesn't feel right. And he's right. (laughs) He's a hundred percent right. Um, I believe my dog is hypoallergenic, (laughs) but also he's right. And I know he is. So, um, yeah. So that's where we are. And I'm trusting that something is going to happen that will um that will be our dream house um the other piece uh the other piece that is quite important is i am in the middle of a job transition and my husband is um con a contractor so his money is dependent on how much he produces which he has been doing more lately but it's been kind of slow going because he's with our 2-year-old 24/7 so um we the other piece of this and I I'll um I'll just kind of give you even more behind the scenes because I think that this is important is we questioned whether um, this should even be 
our next step, we had asked a family member um, who we really love. And, you know, if we, like a couple of weeks ago, we asked them if we could move in with them because what we thought was we're not like, we're like money is, has been tight. It's just, it's, we're figuring out our finances. Um, we're coming out of, um, we went into some debt in the pandemic. We were unemployed for a period of time. So we're like figuring all that out. And we had kind of like released, okay, because I really want to move to Northern Virginia, but we had released that. And I felt like, oh, I'm supposed to ask if we can live with these family members. And that's like, that's what we're supposed to do. And that's like the responsible thing. And they didn't have space for us. And um, I felt excited. Like when they were telling us, and they and we love these, uh, this family. Like it was so. As they were telling us, I was like, oh, like I'm trying to do the responsible thing, and and I think the universe is asking me to level up. And tr- and trust that we can take on because we're gonna have to increase our rent by maybe close to. Yep. Um, And that feels scary. And that feels like a little bit like I need to raise my self-worth in order to trust that I can do that. Um, But as we are having this conversation with our family member, we're like, oh, I mean, I think that I think that this is where we're being led to. So, um, so that is where we are and we don't know how it's all going to work out right now. And there's a lot of trust that comes with that. Um, some practices that I'm doing to help me with that are, um, TBM, the pathway program, Lacey Phillips, um, unblocking money. Um, she's also doing an unblocking challenge. This is, by the way, not sponsored at all. It's just what I'm literally doing to enable myself to level up, um, to see, to believe that we can afford to live in, uh, you know, this place that feels like, um, our next dream. Yeah. So... What else? I think that I've been doing a lot of – I posted a YouTube video on EFT tapping and and doing that for unblocking money. And I've also been doing some – a little bit of work with Neville Goddard's Law of Assumption and trusting – I actually manifested – I manifested within 24 hours, which was amazing, like the healing um, uh, for – a loved one's uh, pet, and um, I and I have been I've actively manifesting a specific number um, financially in order to smooth this transition, and I have not received it yet. But I'm I have just really big trust that it's it's on its way. So yeah, that's what we're doing, and that's what I'm doing, and that is. 
that is our, that is a deep dive of a peek into my process and my life. And thank you for coming along for the ride. Um, let me know if you have any questions. Much love. Namaste.